Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Weather's hanging in there. Not quite to winter yet. We're having our last little fling with fall. So, and it's working out well. Temp about 39, going to go all the way up to 56. Plenty of 50s. 56. 56 big ones. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we're down to 40 right now here, which is very unusual. We've got that north wind coming in. And, uh, yeah, inside the apartment right now, it's, let me look here. Oh, it's down to 55. Or is it 59? No, it's 55 degrees. Wow. It's getting cold here. So, anyways, uh, you have a T-shirt on, I hope. T-shirt. I have one of our old, very well-known, positive sponsors. My employer, uh, Center for Humans and Nature, Wolf, I live here, too. Those were the days. Oh, yes, they were. Just six months ago. Yep, but it's a. It, you know what? I like this shirt because it's just. This one is thin. It's probably better for summertime, but if you're going to layer up like you have to do in the wintertime, this is a good starter shirt. That first yeah. layer could very well be this shirt. Yes, yeah. it's, it's yeah. nice and soft, but it's a little bit thin. <clears throat> yes, uh, that's a good shirt. Yeah, those are those are great. Those are bonfire shirts, as I recall. Yeah, and they 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 have good fabric. That's for sure. Well, I'm uh. I am wearing the lizard T-shirt. Ooh, yeah, season of the lizard. Good. Yeah, you know, that's nice because I wore it last week. Now you can wear it this week. We're kind of yeah. on a lizard between the two of us. We're kind of on a, on a lizard string here. Of yeah, T-shirt. Well, take it to shirt. I should probably I should probably get my own so you don't have to FedEx yours down here every week or the <laughs> other week. <laughs> don't you think? Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, you, you took that's out of the Leave It to Beaver playbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, you know, it's a good thing we have the show to do on Saturdays because this is this is one of the days of the week we can't watch Leave It to Beaver. You're right, and I don't really even watch it. I listen to you watch it, which is really sick. You listen, and I do it. sort of my uh, play by play. Play by play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And boy, do things liven up with Eddie Haskell comes on. Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. a guy. Oh. Fun to describe. Yeah, well, easy too. He kind of yeah. makes it real easy for you. So anyway, uh, we do have a sponsor. It is the Horn Lizard, the Horn Lizard yeah. Conservation Society, and there is a T-shirt that they make, not as good as the one I'm wearing. But hey, you know what? You can't have everything, you know. But you can hit the links in our show notes, and you'll be able to get your own damn Horn Lizard Canyon T-shirt. Yes. In fact, you know, this is a we can never say too much about this wonderful conservation society. Their uh, mission is to study and document and make sure everybody knows the value and the needs of this wonderful animal, which resides in parts of Texas, western parts of Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona. Uh, they're constantly doing studies and initiatives to make sure that these critters are living comfortably. And I think uh, it's it's all good stuff. And by the way, you know what? what? All volunteer. Ooh. All volunteer. Ooh. That's the way we These like. They're not stuffing their pockets with money you give them. It's all no. going to to the programs. Well, that so. is good. That's what we want, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, yeah. Uh, 
So, you know, why do we have this as a sponsor? Is because this is the season of the Lizard for the Bro Show. Every six months is a season, and this season is the Lizard. So we have Lizard Stories. We sure do. And this is the kind of animal that allows us to really give mm. so much breadth to the stories. There's so many different mm. angles to mm. lizards. And I oh. think the one this week is just mortifies me. I mean, I am just, I think, she's this can't be real. But it, it is, is, I guess. What's it is. all about this lizard people stuff? Conspiracy? <laughs> yeah, the lizard people. Uh, you know, I remember when this came out in 2008, I, I heard about it, and I thought, well, this is, this is like an onion thing, right? <laughs> so, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah, this was before we had fake news, and we just thought, you know, things like this came out of the onion because it was a joke. What's yeah. not a joke? There, it, it turns out, according to a poll taken, uh, 4% of the U.S. population believe there are lizard people among us. And I'll explain what those are in a moment. And another 7% think there might be. Wow. Are you catching so this? Words, are you catching this? Yeah, like 4% idiots and 7% are getting there. Yeah. 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 So here's why John thinks these people are idiots. Not that I would ever think that, but John does. So here's why he thinks it. These people who believe in lizard people believe that aliens are on our planet. They disguise themselves as human beings. When they relax and light up, they become lizards. They're, they're bipedal lizards. They're not, they don't crawl around in their stomachs. They, they sit up and, you know, drink coffee and smoke cigarettes and what have you. They have a lot of bad habits. I should bring that up too. But these are lizard people. Yeah, lizard people. And they, they are exactly what they sound like. They're, they're upright lizards that walk around. They probably look a little like a monitor lizard or something like that. The good looking lizards. Right, John? They're pretty good well, looking. I, I, if you could just uh, give a few of the physical attributes, because I'd like to go out and, you know, we got a few people around here. We got a lot of, of a population of close to three million here in Chicago. I got a feeling we might have some of these lizard people around, but I'd like to identify one so I can stay away from them. Okay, that's a very good question. Here's the question is, if I could reformulate it for you, John, without putting words in your mouth. You want to know how to spot one of these critters. Exactly. Yeah, okay, good. Well, that I can I can I can live with that. I can deal with that. And here's let me get some fun facts up here. Yeah, lizard people. Wow. Uh these guys well, first of all, and I hate to say this in front of you, but uh lizard people when they are shape shifted into human form, they have yeah. red hair, green Ooh. eyes, green Ooh. eyes, cold skin. They are very interested in space. Yeah. And they have a disdain for humanity. Ooh. Yeah. That's so how you basically Okay. Yeah. So if I see yeah. a nice looking lady go down the street with red hair, but doesn't look like she really fits in and has a few scars maybe on her arms and wants to have a lot yeah. of space, uh, I can say... By the way, can I touch you to see if you're a lizard person? I think that's a good come on. <laughs> you know, there's no risk that way because if it's a lizard person, you find out and you get the hell out of there. If it's not a lizard person, you just met somebody. 
Yeah, it it it, it could work. I sh- yeah, today's a little too late. Friday. That's a Friday night line work. all the way. Mm. Yeah, that's a Friday night line for sure. So this was back in 2008, but this this idea is still going strong. If there's yeah. one thing better than a word, that's words. What? More than okay, one yes. word. This usually is we the word. We decided to shake it up a little bit this week. This and is rather very than exciting. Hold on, one I hold word, on. I have to lay down. Wow, this is excitement is killing me. We're not. Do- okay. In other words, we're not doing one word. We're doing three. Yes, and here's the reason, because one of our strong non-listeners, a fellow <laughs> that's... <laughs> well, the Jim, yeah, yeah, what I makes know. the difference between a non-listener and a strong non-listener is yeah. when you mention the bro show and they ignore you completely. That is a strong non-listener. That is. So what we felt is we should you know, recognize this yeah. strong non-listener. On our show, his name is Walter William Tim. He lives in St. Louis. He's a retired lawyer. Very great, great guy. Very value-centric. And what we're going to do is he said that him and his wife, in one of their incredible uh, moments of having an intellectual discussion, decided to figure out what is the difference between sunset, twilight, and dusk. Since yeah. we're approaching daylight savings time, we felt this might be something that we want to look into. So we've got yeah. these three words, and I'm going to put them in order as we take a look and we approach darkness. We start with sunset. Sunset's okay. that point where you see the sun just touch the horizon and just gently and go down. And so the moment that you have where it's hitting the, uh, that, that horizon, and you can still see the sun. We call that sunset. Okay. And we have that. Go ahead. You uh, you got some. No. Yeah, yeah. I got a twilight. Here, here's the thing. While we're talking about sunset, you know, there are red sunsets. Yeah. yeah you've heard I, of that, right? Yeah. That because I yeah. was going to get the redness involved, but you're right. It's a, it, it's really quite often a person will say, take a look at that sunset. And you say, yeah, I see the sun. And they say, no, idiot. Look at that red. Is what they're trying to tell yeah. you. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. And the red is because the sun is going through more atmosphere. And the more atmosphere you have, that's assuming you have an atmosphere, you know, like with lots of water in it or something, yeah. it, it throws out all the other light waves except red. Red's the only one that makes it through because you're going through miles and miles of, of atmosphere in order for the sun rays to hit you. So it's usually at the tail end of a, of a sunset. Is when you get wow, that red. Thank you, Mr. Science Man. I appreciate that. I needed that, yeah. really. So, okay. we've got the next yeah. stage. Twilight. That's right. Twilight is where you can't see the sun, but you see some light in the sky. So, therefore, sunset is before we approach the other one, dusk. So, uh, twilight is a, you know, it, it, you know, you know what you're going to get. We know what's got around the corner, and that's dusk. It was dusk then. And dusk is the point in which there is no longer any sunlight in the sky. But you can still kind of see a little bit in the distance, and it isn't completely dark. So, therefore, what we have, and there's, I guess, this 18 degrees below horizon. Maybe you could explain that. I don't know what that's all about, Mr. Science Man, but it is what it is. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> geometry all the way. Uh, and That's good. Know, 
Yeah. So if you look at the uh, as a circle and and the sun is the horizon would be zero. And then as degrees, as the sun gets lower and lower, in other words, when it goes you know, behind the part of the planet you're on, 18 degrees, and there's 360 total degrees in a circle. So 18 degrees is all it takes for the sun not to make any light in the sky you're in. Wow, pretty good. Hey, yeah. you know, I like that little practical fact they give you where you can put your fingers up. Fingers. in yeah. the sun, and then if you got, uh, let's say, four fingers between the sun and the horizon, you count them and you and take it times 15 minutes and you get a sense of how long it's going to be before the sun actually, you know, does get the horizon. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, this is this is good stuff. And, you know, this red sky thing, by the way, you know, the red, red sunsets, that means that the next day is going to be pretty clear because it's a it's a weather system moving off. And then red in the morning means there could be one coming in. Yeah, you know, we we got we got a kind of, we got a few other words, but we'll save those for another day as we talk about sun, sunrise, oh, yeah. etc. But oh, yeah. I mean, usually we give sentences with these. I'm just going to briefly mention a couple yeah. of things that yeah, kind of sure. imply them. I mean, sunset is I I think about Sunset Boulevard. These are more pop culture references. Uh, sunset Boulevard, oh, a movie. Oh. Uh, oh, sunset yeah. is Boulevard is a popular street that goes through L.A. and Hollywood. So yeah. it's a natural. So that's that's a pretty good one. But one of my favorites is Twilight Time. Oh, it's yeah. an old Platter song, which was written back yeah. in the 40s. Uh, and what I like about this song, the lyrics are very, it, 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 it has a meaning which can be taken several different ways. It's about a fella who is either, we don't know whether it's all about love. He's, he's, he's anticipating uh, meeting his, his girl to be, his girl has passed loves, or it could be even his long lost uh, passed away wife. But it's, oh, wow. it's a very romantic song and very mm. popular back in the 50s. Then Dusk Till Dawn is a phrase that is, uh, you know, it, it, it has a moment of inspiration. It was, a, it was more of a, a musical hit of the 90s. I, it was internationally acclaimed more than it was here in the States. But mm. what it does, it kind of talks about the fact that when we hit dusk, we know we're approaching some darkness unclear. But there's always going to be in our future dawn, which brings oh. light. So there will yes. be, even though we might go through these moments of, of danger and distress, we can always look forward to the next morning when we can see the light. Um, actually, there was a movie wow. that was called Until Dusk Till Dawn, a horror movie. Yeah, and, that's uh, what I thought of. George, uh, what's his name? George Clooney was in it, yeah. Ooh. So those are just some references to it rather than giving you sentences as to how the words have yeah. kind of fit into our, our pop, pop culture. Uh, somewhat. Wow. So, hey, by the way, what time is it? Is it stand? Are we still on Central Time or? Oh, yeah. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Now, you know, right now we are still on Daylight Savings Time, but it's going to end tomorrow at 2 a.m. And, you know, yeah. John, I wish I wish they would get rid of this. This Daylight Savings yeah. Time thing is driving me crazy because I don't want to have to get up at 2 a.m. every, you know, every year. You know, twice yeah, a year you know, right. in the morning. That's not right, but I do it. I do it because I'm a good citizen. That's why you I are a good citizen. Yes, it is. It's, it's a citizenship and, thing. You know, Washington University uh, has a uh, a professor that 
uh, he, I guess he's sort of a biorhythms. In other words, he studies sleep. And he is, and this is how we ran into this. He, 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 he struts his study out twice a year to explain that what we got to do is just get one time. He has found that this professor has found out that if we end up messing around and changing our clocks, it causes all kinds of havoc. And he's documented in the way of more traffic accidents. Yes. And also, it creates stress on the body, which results in heart attacks. That's right. So uh, I think we've got, you know, a, a lot of reasons to do it. But it's kind of fun to look at the background as it relates to this. And one of the things I did was kind of look at some of the, the interesting uh, fun facts about it. And I think one, so one wait of them, a minute. This, this is part of the show where we're having fun. Is I just want to make a note of this. Yeah, Seven, you know, seventeen minutes in, and we're having fun. Point. You know, yeah, now what we gotta minutes. do is we 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 got we can let loose and relax a little bit and kind of okay. a few, right. a few yucks Thanks. if you don't mind. Thanks. No, I don't mind. But yeah. you know that that two o'clock thing. Why in the yeah. heck? You know, first thing we have to understand: why yeah. do we go through all this? Yeah. Well, it's it, the, the history shows that what people are trying to do with this exercise is trying to coordinate our time that we're awake with when it is light out and since part portions of the of the earth that are further away the bigger difference it is that we have these disparities within the year when sometimes we have more daylight than we have darkness so it's just a way of trying to get us in sync and why do we want that yeah well Michigan, there's a big advocate for having this daylight savings time because they want people, the golf industry wants you to be able to play golf after work. So, you know, wow. you've got all these special interest groups. And then you have people that say, well, you know, what if we do this? We, uh, the original idea was we don't have to use candles as much. <laughs> this is yeah. back in the yeah. 1600s. Everybody had then a they, reason. Yeah, everybody had a reason, right? And, and yeah, then Tom Edison, you know, came along with electricity and said, by the way, we can conserve with electricity. And then somebody said, hey, wait a minute. Uh, what about those air conditioners and heaters that we're doubling up with? Because we're yeah. at work, we're also keeping our home cool or warm. So, yeah, it, this is bouncing all over, you know. And so in other words, this is this was invented by cheapskates. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. right. There is some value-centric thing here. I totally agree. But okay. uh, I, I think one of the things that was really uh, interesting is when it was like the Wild West. And, That's hey, right. your town could have daylight savings time. The next town could not. And finally, they realized that we got to get our act together. So in 1966, the United States uh, decided to uh, put together a law called the Uniform uh, Time Act. And part of this says you can you, you you can be on standard, and if you do the right things, you can also be on daylight. But you can't be all on daylight time. You got to be on standard. Uh, so they kind of try to, to bring some you know some normalcy to the whole thing. But uh, yeah, because it was it was just screwy. I mean, can you imagine if you were on a train and <laughs> every other stop you had to change your watch? Come on, that's Damn. No, that'd be nuts. It'd be nuts. It'd be nuts. The railroad guys would go crazy. Yeah, you know, there were railroad railroad watches back in the day, you know, the pocket watches. And they yeah. made them so to change the time, you had to take the face off because they didn't have it. You could pull the stem off to change the time because that'd be too easy to screw up in a train yeah. accident from that one time. So they, they that'd be, this'd be hard. And by the way, 
We can thank the trains, the New York, the New York terminal, New York. for the two two a.m. two a.m. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Why don't you lay that, that, that one on us? That's the only time of the day when there weren't. Uh, there was an hour period of time at two a.m. where there were no trains going in and out of the terminal, and they could change the time without screwing everything up and trains colliding. So that's why <laughs> it's two a.m. And you know, <laughs> I misunderstood that. I'll, I'll be honest with you about that. I thought we all had to get up at two a.m., but it turns out. You don't. Only the train people have to worry about that. Oh, and the li- okay. lizard can... people don't have to worry about it. Only train people. Lizard people. Oh, oh did that's I say that interesting. Out loud? I didn't mean to say Here. that. Here. Oh, 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 oh. Let's hear you're showing yeah. your skin there. Be careful. Oh, oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Continue. But uh, yeah, so th- that's one thing I think t- is is kind of interesting. Hey, but I've got a solution to all this. Let's say, for example, right now as we speak. We're on, what are we on? We're on daylight savings time, right? And Barely. if you wanted to be in a, are, are we on standard time? Yeah, we're on standard no. time. We're what on standard we? time now? No, we're not. I don't we're know on daylight what we savings are. time. Part of the daylight problem. savings time. <laughs> we're on daylight savings time right now. Right now. Yeah, but standard time is going to be 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. Sunday, tomorrow. If, if, if you wanted to, to, one of the things is Arizona is one of these, um, it is a one state uh, in the in, in Hawaii, know, but in Hawaii, you know, we got the 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 forty eight, and then you got the others, uh, and so that one it doesn't change their time, I, you know, and so as a result, quite often, what I'll do if I don't want to change my clock, what I'll do is it's simple, just go to Arizona. That is a and very sensible I mean, I solution. Swing, I'd go down to Arizona Fall League. Yes, you and did. I picked the week. Did I pick it because of the games I'd see? No, no, I picked it so I wouldn't have to change my clock. Of course, that was just procrastinating it because all of a sudden I come home <laughs> and say, what the hell's going on? You're kicking the can. Just kicking the, the can, can down all the way. Yep. Got it. That's sick, John. Totally sick. Our good uh, groaner uh, producer, the creator of our groaners, the one who hangs and gives us them. Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach, the coach, happened to be down to Arizona this last week, and we decided to give him a week off and take it upon ourselves, take that responsibility of coming mm. up with groaners. So yes. I have a groaner. Jerry, you've got a groaner also. Yes, I do. So <clears throat> in which order do you want to do these? You go first. Okay. What do you call a plant-based patties that are stealthily passed off as beef burgers? What do you call plant-based patties that are stealthily passed off as beef burgers? Wow, that's a that's a good one. I, you know, I'm I, I'm sure this is good, so I don't want to spoil it. You go ahead and tell me. Incognito. Cognito. Cognito. Incognito. 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 Pronunciation oh. is pretty important. Incognito. Meat. Oh. Them's good eating. Them's good eating, meeting. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a good one. That's it's a little good. Little but I think, I, you know, this is one where really pronunciation is critical. You know, if you look at it yeah. and you say, "Ah, that's funny," but you, if you if you're going to make this work, uh, you know, by by giving it, uh, you know, telling it, you've got to work on. It. So I need to, I practice. I got to practice it. Okay, let's hear. Lay, lay one on us. All right. What do you call a dog magician? 
What do you call a dog magician? Oh, rats, dog magician. I don't know. What is it? Calabra-cadabra-door. <laughs> that's very good, and also that's one that requires some pronunciation. If you, you could stumble bumble yeah. on the on that answer, I had to work at that one. Yeah, and you did a good job. I'm, I people need to work think on mine. people, yeah, people think this is all glamour. It's not. There's a lot of hard work. Hey, involved. you know, if there's, you know, the groaners, which should be probably the lighter part of our of our show, mm-hmm. is actually one of the more pressure packed part parts of the show. Oh, it takes a lot of prep to do a good groaner. The prep, and also you feel that excitement when you do it. Oh, it's that, are you kidding? You know, talking, yeah, it is. I mean, it's 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 pleasant pressure, uh, uh, but it's also and it's positive pleasure, but it is pressure. Oh, John, <laughs> that's a serious note, but I think that's it. I think that's okay. it. We did it. Have a good one. Talk to you later. You too.